You're listening to Money and Meaning, unlikely allies building new markets for impact. With your hosts, Lindsay Smalling and Liz Maxwell. Check out our website, socialcapitalmarkets.net. Let's join the conversation. Welcome to Money and Meaning. I'm Liz Maxwell. And I'm Lindsay Smalling. We're so excited to kick off this first podcast with you. On behalf of Social Capital Markets, or SOCAP, as we like to call it for short, this is a big tent conversation about impact investing, the many players it takes to create a truly conscious marketplace, and how money can create meaningful impact. As we were creating this podcast, we thought a lot about the energy, the inspiration, collaborative spark that happens at our annual conference, the SOCAP conference. And how could we deliver that year round to a much bigger audience? I like to think of this conversation as where the realists and the optimists meet inside modern capitalism. We are all familiar with the many grand social, economic, and environmental challenges of our times. Climate change, wealth inequality, poverty, racial and gender inequities, just to name a few. What is less well-known is that there is a growing community of activists, investors, business people, philanthropists, and diverse allies across fields who are working together and using these same elements of our modern economic system, capital markets, business structures, financing strategies, etc., to address these grand challenges right now. When SOCAP was founded 10 years ago with a vision it was to create the big tent and really break down the silos so that we could catalyze a vibrant marketplace for social and environmental impact. That marketplace has grown tremendously over the last 10 years. The tent still needs to get bigger. So my hope is that this podcast invites many more of what we call valuable strangers into this emerging market and to this global impact-focused community. This podcast is about all of those players who are coming together to build that new conscious impact marketplace. Whether you're a longtime SOCAP conference attendee, a student, a new entrepreneur, a skeptical investor, a passionate activist, or just a generally curious member of the public, we welcome you. We thank you for listening, and we hope this podcast serves to strengthen your connection to money and meaning. In this first episode, You'll hear a bit more about the people and vibe of SOCAP, the origins of impact investing and our event series, and how Lindsay and I each got into this work and what keeps us engaged. So Lindsay, can you give us a little more background and context for who the SOCAP community is? I know that uh, the conference has been gathering for 10 years now, but... For those of the folks that are new to our conversation, maybe you can give us a little insight into some of the topics that we cover at our events. I know you've been curating for more than four years. So who do you see show up to this conversation and what types of conversations tend to emerge in this community? I think one of the greatest strengths of the SOCAP community is that we've always aimed to convene all of the stakeholders in the social capital markets. So that means from individual impact investors and fund managers to foundations and philanthropists. There's been a growing participation by corporations, by government. There are many intermediaries and service providers who are supporting the growth of this field, and then always really trying to prioritize the attendance and the participation of social entrepreneurs and where the rubber really meets the road. So for years, we've brought together this diverse marketplace in person at our flagship conference, but 
increasingly we're bringing this community together throughout the year as well. And we've really, we've seen the magic that comes from people finding ways to collaborate across sectors and across industries, especially when they weren't in communication before. I think we have a very practitioner audience. And so the conversations range from the challenges that people are facing in approaching these new partnerships to best practices that have emerged, interesting case studies, interesting philosophical questions about are we still meeting the goals that we set out to in addressing the injustices in the world. So the importance of really doing that across silos and not letting these conversations um, get sort of buried or or siloed was important at the start, but it feels even more important now that this community is really maturing and growing quickly in the mainstream. Yeah, I can speak from my own experience of when I showed up at the SOCAP conference working for an affiliate partner, but the first year that I attended SOCAP, just it's so thrilling, the big picture conversations that are happening and the nitty gritty finance tools and mechanisms and how you really dig in and do this work from the investor side and social entrepreneurs showcasing their work in the kind of larger marketplace there. And then you get artists on the SOCAP stage and you get these really big systems thinkers. And so it's a pretty thrilling crowd. So I've been running the SOCAP 365 series for the last two years now that Lindsay was really core in advocating for, we need to bring this conversation out to more people. So for the past two years now, we've been doing small year-round convenings, um, mostly in New York City, in Washington, D.C., and in the Bay Area throughout the year. But those quarterly events in those three cities have turned into, we, we just cover a whole range of topics in those. And so to give you some of examples, we've covered everything from ethical fashion and global markets. Um, we've done a community wealth building event um, and cooperative ownership. We've done something on the um, artist entrepreneurs and creative sector and how you move capital into those kinds of spaces. We've done anti-poverty, global um, international development conversations. And so that's another thing that I think is really special about the SOCAP conversation, and I hope we can include in this podcast as well, but just that diversity of uh, international, domestic, public, private, from all sectors and areas and entry points for this work. Um, like Lindsay said, it's really about the big tent and the, the valuable strangers that you meet inside that you don't know are core to your work, but who actually we're all working towards the same goals. And so I think that's the sort of money and meaning piece and capital and intention and the many folks that it takes to really bring that work forward into the world. And at SOCAP every year, there's such an abundance of content with 140 breakout sessions and over 500 speakers that I think every SOCAP attendee has felt frustrated that they couldn't make it to a panel they wanted to be at. That was part of why we took 365 out into the world to do these events. And that's also why we wanted to do this podcast. So we're using some of those 365 panels and amazing conversations that are happening in cities around the U.S. as live recordings for this podcast. And then we're also trying to really draw out those big tent break down the silos themes through talking about unlikely allies and bringing together folks who may not have known that working together would create greater social impact, but have found that through having their worlds combine in these ways. 
You're listening to Money and Meaning. I'm Lindsay Smalling, and you can find out more about SOCAP 18 and SOCAP 365 at www.socialcapitalmarkets.net. Lindsay, can you say a little bit more about where impact investing comes from? Is it a new name on something that's always been around or just how did people start using this kind of language and doing this work in the space? So when SOCAP started in 2008, it was because of this realization of the way that the world was operating in this two-pocket thinking, that they made as much money as they could and maximized the bottom line on the business side, and then that they gave money away through philanthropy to address social issues, environmental issues out of their other pocket, and that these two pockets didn't need to be as separate, as black and white, as polarized, and that money and business, as well as meaning and social impact, could actually be really powerful if blended together. And so when this conference started, it was intentionally a combination of people investing for profit and philanthropists, entrepreneurs who were navigating this space between having a business that was profitable and using flywheel of the market to drive additional social impact. But they were also really pursuing deep social and environmental goals in the work that they were doing. Yeah, I think for me, money and meaning is this sort of sort of shorthand that we use, like Lindsay said, to get at really the blended worlds where you don't have to choose between your heart and your head, between the bottom line of your business and what you do in the day and who you are on the weekends, volunteering for different causes. So I think it's really about the holistic approach to this work. And I think that these are not sort of abstract concepts that wouldn't it be nice if we did these kinds of things, if we, you know, took the environment into account as we're doing business, right? These are very, we're living in 2018, we're living in climate change, we're living in the uh, most significant wealth inequality that we've seen in modern era. These are very real, urgent issues. and just looking at kind of rapid gentrification in any city across the U.S. and the Me Too movement, touching on those different themes is a big part of, we think that the business community has a responsibility and it's not us, the business community themselves sort of feel this responsibility and called into that. And so I think it's about that weaving together of how can I ensure that my fiduciary responsibility, that my business practices, that my personal investment portfolio, that my retirement account, that where I spend my dollars are all united with my own personal values and working collectively towards the world that we want to live in. And Liz, so that some of our listeners know our stories, and because we've really found that the personal stories are often the motivation behind why people are doing this work at the intersection of money and meaning, What was your initial interests as a young person, where you thought your career would go, and how did you find yourself here in this emerging market of social impact and impact investing? Oh, yeah. Um, I was not planning to get into this world at all. I mean, I certainly never even heard these words as a kid, which is probably true for some of our listeners or maybe anyone 20 years ago. I'm not sure. But for me, I grew up in New Orleans. 
My family is still all down there and they have a music band. And so I grew up singing on the bandstand and uh, very much in the arts. And so theater was my passion and drive for many, many years. And I majored in that in college, was doing that professionally and living abroad, running an artist community, nonprofit, actually. And I just started to get so frustrated with the kind of consistent lack of funding in the arts to do work that I believe is so important, right? And we talk about this at SOCAP, which is something I think so amazing about that conference of bringing together those kinds of different perspectives, but artists as meaning makers and artists as creators of culture and culture so rooted in the values. So I think that that world deserves much more funding for the record. Um, And that was really the question that drove me into kind of studying economics a little bit more and philanthropy and the world of social impact. And I kind of couldn't understand why uh, the arts weren't considered part of social impact, or maybe they were, but I moved to New York City really to get involved in that scene and understand what people were talking about when they said those words and who was showing up to those conversations. And so that's how I sort of back-ended my way into, I started working at the Impact Hub in New York City, which was a great chance to just get the kind of broad spectrum of who is doing triple bottom line work, right? I'm at the B Corporation movement and realized that there are businesses out there that are trying to have social and environmental impact as well as be profitable. And through the Impact Hub Network is how I got connected to SOCAP. And it's still a learning journey every day, I would say, of what is going on in this world. But just the, it's been so amazing to realize how many players there are, how many people are trying so hard and doing such good work in this world. So those are also some of the things that I hope that listeners to the podcast get exposed to and realize just how vast and deep this world is. And I think there's a great piece there that finance and sort of this money conversation can feel really hard to access and opaque, but that that moment when someone who has a passion for the arts or who has a passion for international development or for climate realizes that there's these really powerful tools through the money that's currently in your bank account or through the way that the company you choose to work for, that there's these other assets besides philanthropic assets or through being an activist, which are really important, but that these financial tools are something that are accessible. And we hope to really expose that and and break down some of the ways that the financial world can seem hard to access and especially hard to use that for positive change. Absolutely. How about you, Lindsay? Can you tell us a little bit more of what you thought you'd be doing and how you uh, got into this work and what keeps you in it? You know, I was never someone who knew what I was going to be when I grew up. I've been sort of on a wandering journey, but That wandering journey took me from a liberal arts undergrad to working for a large institutional money manager after college, where I realized for the first time that predicting sort of long-term financial markets is really the same thing as thinking about where the world is going. What's the future of water? What are the future of currently turbulent markets and understanding that there was a layer beyond what felt sort of shallow and superficial to me in the finance world and my understanding of it before. And then I wound into corporate social responsibility and helping young startups 
think about their employee volunteering and some of those policies. And when I came across this world that really felt the most integrated to me, where it wasn't do your business and then go volunteer, but where those two things went hand in hand and then recognized the funding side of that, where there were funders or investors who were looking for businesses that were that were truly integrated in that way. That's when I sort of knew I'd found the thing that I wanted to do for a long time. You're listening to Money and Meaning. You can find out more about SOCAP at our website, socialcapitalmarkets.net, with a list of our upcoming events, including our annual conference at the Fort Mason Center in San Francisco, October 23rd to 26th, 2018. Great. So, uh, yeah, I think we just want to talk a little bit more now in this intro episode about what the meat of this podcast is really going to be about um, and some of what you can expect coming forward. So let's talk about the unlikely allies piece a little bit more. I know that that's a real catchphrase and cornerstone of how we think of the SOCAP conference. Um, It's definitely something I've learned from Lindsay of how to put together SOCAP 365 panels. But yeah, I think we should maybe unpack that phrase a little bit. Lindsay, do you want to tell us a little bit more about unlikely allies and what that means for this work? Yeah. One of the founders of SOCAP and the longtime convener, Kevin Jones, is great with these catchphrases. And I've always resonated with his topic of, this is the place where valuable strangers become unlikely allies. And that idea that if you're always trying to convene the right people around the table, What about the people that you don't know you need to meet? And so with the really festival-like atmosphere that we have at SOCAP and over 3,000 attendees, we intentionally say, it's not about the right people. It's about anybody who thinks they should be there, who wants to be part of the conversation. And that's who we hope to reach with this podcast as well. There are no right people. If this idea that money and meaning should be combined sounds right to you or like something you want to learn more about, we'll try to tease that out a little bit. Who are all the various players in this marketplace? How does government show up? How does the public sector show up? How does the really robust and existing expertise around nonprofits and foundations and social impact that exists in that world, how do all of these things come together and where are these conversations currently to by themselves? They're not being connected. The dots aren't being connected where through various angles, you're working on the same problems and by getting around the same table, by the serendipity of running into each other, these really new collaborations can happen that create impact in totally new ways. So some of these stories of unlikely allies that we'll choose to focus on are places where you may not expect a major bank and a tiny social entrepreneur to find things to work on together, where you may not realize that a cooperative group in the Midwest and a university on the West Coast have things that they can work together on in emerging markets overseas. So these conversations are partly about the amazing work that each of these entities is doing, but also about the amazing work they can do together that without that posture of collaboration and finding allies in unusual places, you wouldn't be able to get to.
So to give you an example of unlikely allies, one of the first years that I worked at SOCAP, the Packard Foundation asked us to do a track of content focused around investing in the oceans. And this was a totally new concept for me. But once I started dig in and think about how we would curate interesting content for our attendees, I recognized the ways that people can invest in fisheries and in aquaculture and in reducing plastics and all of these really important pieces to conserving our oceans. And the magical part of that SOCAP was that we brought fishermen to SOCAP who are wonderful storytellers. And they told some of their fishing yarns on panels and totally captivated the audience. But at the same time, they were listening and they were hearing all of these ways that people were using market-based solutions. And as fishermen, they are in a marketplace. And some of them came up with really ingenious ideas for ways that they could sort of convert their experience and their knowledge of these systems as a fisherman into being more of an entrepreneur and really scaling some of these solutions. And I'd encourage you to check out Bren Smith of Green Wave, who's done amazing 3D oyster farming all along the East Coast. Some of these other fishermen were able to take things around sustainable seafood and find new markets for those that allowed it to be financially supported and viable for them to deliver this much more high quality seafood at scale. And so that bringing together of this existing robust set of markets around fisheries with the impact community allowed a real transfer of knowledge in both directions. Yeah. And to give you a little more sense of what's ahead. So these unlikely allies that Lindsay's talking about, that's very much how we curate the panels both whether that's a session at SOCAP, which is that big annual conference is in the fall every year in San Francisco uh, coming up this October, and then at these SOCAP 365 events throughout the year. So the SOCAP 365 events are much more intimate, kind of 75 to 100 people in a room together, but still a really strong global thought leaders that we bring together to represent these different aspects of the conversation. And so I mentioned that and kind of unpack that part of our curation and programming a little bit more because that's what you'll be hearing going forward. Um, you'll hear Lindsay or I either interviewing a set of unlikely allies that we found and want to just interview style, understand a little bit more about how they met and what the kind of work they're up to together and just see if we can live into that story a little bit more and what else that that might spark. Or you'll be hearing a live event, a full panel that was recorded at one of our SoCal 365 events. So for all of that, we very much encourage you to check out our website. That's www.socialcapitalmarkets.net and follow us on Twitter at SoCap Markets. And through all of those social and digital channels, you can find out where upcoming events are, um, how to plug into these conversations in person, and hopefully to also meet some more unlikely allies near you. So we're excited for this podcast to bring new people into the conversation. And that's something that we're trying to do through a variety of channels. We also want everyone listening to this to know that as we ramp up towards SOCAP 18, towards the big fall event, every year we do a call for amazing social entrepreneurs from around the world. We do a call for proposals, for session ideas. And so we really invite this gathering of unlikely allies through a variety of channels. SOCAP 18 is October 23rd through 26th. 
And so if you're enjoying this podcast, you can go onto our website, join our newsletter and get information about tickets and discounts and other ways that you can plug into this amazing global community. You've been listening to Money and Meaning, unlikely allies building new markets for impact with your hosts, Lindsay Smalling and Liz Maxwell. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are heard. To learn more about what you've heard, check out our website, socialcapitalmarkets.net. You can also follow us at SoCapMarkets on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening.